0: it's another edition of meet the movie press it is november the 18th 2016 this week a special special show we don't have one next week we're going to cover the big releases we're going to talk minecraft we're going to talk green hornet stargate and the crow what's happened to the crow we'll talk about that in just a minute welcome to popcorn talk featuring movie discussion news and interviews popcorn talk we talk movies and now Here's popcorn talks. Meet the movie press. Hello and early happy Thanksgiving. Now I know perhaps you weren't expecting a show this week because obviously uh, my co-host is is not here. He's already gone off to Boston. He loves his hometown, uh, so he's gone. So there is no Jeff this week. But joining me is Justin Kroll from Variety. Hey guys, how are you?
1: Ah, uh, it's good to be back. It's it's uh, we we're talking about how much it's nice oh, that space. It's like, roomy. It's quite I, weird. Get, it's, it's nice now. Like I'm used to being like we're together and all that stuff. But oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I took over for Jeff this week,
0: and it's funny. Because when we came in, I sat where you're sitting out exactly. of course of habit. You came and sat here. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, when you're a couple and you sleep on the other side of the bed, and oh, it just feels It just doesn't feel like. Right. Uh, it takes yeah. like. Yeah, okay, sure? Uh, yeah, you okay. want to just be move because I. My, my, my imprints not, right there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the imprints a big thing. The <laughs> imprints <laughs> a big thing. Well, welcome to my imprint.
1: <laughs> I'm glad for to For an be hour? Here. Yeah for an hour <laughs>
0: um, Okay there, it's been a quite a quiet news week mm-hmm. but there's been quite a few things that we need to talk about so um, uh, let's start off with talking about the major release this weekend it's kind of a lot of films have been staying out of the way of mm-hmm. this everyone's been talking about this for well over a year big news um, Fantastic Beasts yep. and Where to Find We've Them We've both seen it We both saw that this week um, there's been a lot of hype and a lot of concern over this obviously it comes off the back of the hugely successful Harry Potter franchise this yep. is a prequel to those movies so there is a lot of weight on this to be a success and to perform. Yeah. I, how do you think it did? Do you want to talk about how you liked it or not? Or? Yeah, I mean I I I I liked it.
1: I did too. Um so my thing with these films. Mm. So this is so while I don't think this is a I, I hated this being a Harry Potter film because at the end of the day. It's just wizards, and it's not even set in the same. It's set in yep. the twenties. Yep. There's not a single character. Like, why? Why is Why is Better Call Saul a spinoff of Breaking Bad? It's yep. Because there's characters from Breaking Bad in it. Yep. There's not like there's one like Dumbledore's name is mentioned once, and they talk about Hogwarts on and off because uh, Newt Scamander, the main character, went there. Yeah. Other than if that, that
0: felt a little bit crowbarred in.
1: Well, it felt it felt um what's the word I'm looking for here um. Now, it felt pressed, or not, yeah. Not, yeah, like 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 they had to have that in there. Why did Newt have to go there? Mm. I, I have no idea. It's because he's British and every and Wizards, it was Why isn't there other schools? Like that's why I was like, as a joke, there's there's a state school and a public and a, and a private university. Yeah. Why don't they have more of those? And like, why can't it be like, you know, London House Wizarding School or something like that? <laughs> Wizard High, exactly. Um, so on that uh, moving, so I, I I hate calling it a spinoff because, but it, it it has the music and all stuff. So we'll just call it what it is. Yeah. But I've been telling people this. I liked it, but someone asked, "Did you like it?" And I was like, "Yeah." But I was like, well, "What I like?" I'm like, "Well, did you like the other ones?" And that is such a clear thing for me. If you didn't like any of the Harry Potter films, mm-hmm. if it wasn't your bag, probably go see Nocturnal Animals this weekend. Yeah. Go check Arrival out. Pass on this because it it is the same thing. Mm. I will say it's darker, or not, 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 yeah, I want to talk about that. It's not necessarily okay. It's it, they decided to age it up. Mm. They, they they skipped like the first couple films. Like if you look at the. Uh, the The franchise as a whole, it it, it, it well, you know evolves, yeah, and it grows with its audience. Mm-hmm. The first couple films by Christopher Columbus very family friendly, yeah, kids. It's almost like um you know kids how a kid goes to school, but it just happens to be a wizard. The, to the school. whole
0: pace of those is different,
1: exactly. Um, this one is a you know it's a, a fun film about a guy finding his pets. And then a mystery about what's attacking New York mm. mixed into one, and it, so it had like a little bit of like Deathy Howells meets like Prisoner of Azkaban a little yeah. bit, and I, I did like it. I, I, if anything, it's awesome. It's perfectly cast. Mm-hmm. I think like I did not have a problem with like from. In, in fact, Dan Fogler and what is who plays Queenie? Do you, can you look that up real quick? Actually, yeah. she those two were wonderful, and they were like actually the. um I think the high points of the film. Their chemistry was fantastic. Katherine Watterson and uh, Eddie Redmayne were pretty good. Like Their chemistry was pretty good. And I liked them in a, as a whole in the film and their characters. But Dan Fogler and as soon as you get her name. Oh, I'm just scrubbing it now. Oh, they so. were great. So I, I also like the, the Harry Potter films always happen to be like two and a half hours. This is a nice two hour film and change, maybe. Good pacing. You don't feel like you're sitting there forever. Um, yeah it was it was light at times, you know, adventurous at others, good set pieces. I'll be back for the next one. Um I, I we'll see if it if, if if it stays that way.
0: Someone said to me last night at a screening of Allied, um one response they gave back to Warner Brothers was uh, Queenie's name is Queenie Goldstein. Um I'll just check who plays for in a second. Um and they said, yeah, they made her out obviously Goldstein's a Jewish name and they're like she doesn't seem very Jewish. No. Um, so she's like the least I didn't gold hear her scene, name. Though, I, I just
1: thought of her as this, like uh, a New York girl. Like she had the 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 accent really in depth. She and
0: reminded she, more of a kind of Chicago Mall, I like Marilyn
1: Monroe. Yeah. that's really how she played yeah. it. Um, uh, it's um, Alison Soudal. Alison Soudal. I yeah. believe she's like a she's a pop singer in Europe. I feel like um, well, she was great. I, I, I was, was tracking that. Yeah. I remember I did a lot of the news breaks on that, and I'm uh, her name like. I remember Kate Upton was chasing that role, yeah. uh, and and Jonah Hill for the Dan Fogler part. So glad they went in another direction. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, it. it I, I, I liked it. I, I think the fans of the Potter series will like it. Think, but but go in thinking it's more like a Deathly Howls. Like it's going to have a little bit of an edge. Yeah, it's going to play older. Um, I honestly think like kids under ten, I it might be too scary for them a little bit, but. Yeah, end of the day, solid B+. I think it's a good way to start the, the franchise out.
0: It was a solid three-star movie for me. Yeah. Um, now, when you're talking about Dan, Dan Fogler, um, he's the runaway success of the movie for me. I mean, I enjoyed Eddie Redmayne. He kind of gave me what I was expecting. I wanted a little bit more, but I think we're going to see more I, in the future films.
1: Well, I liked the, – I they, they set up a lot of things. They yeah. set up this girl, like the Zoe – so Zoe Kravitz, I thought, was in this film. She There's just a picture yeah. of her. She's going to be in the next one. Yeah. Um, they I was set...
0: expecting even something like a flashback or a you know a scene setting. We'll get to the sequels
1: other, but... in a in a minute, but um and they also mentioned his brother briefly as a yep. war hero. I'm assuming he'll play into the next ones as yep. well. I liked Eddie, but Dan Floger was awesome. He was in uh, the the first season of Secret and Lies with uh, yep. Ryan Philpy. He was actually awesome in that show. That show's like a guilty pleasure, you know DVR show. But mm. he did stand out. And when I had heard his name for this part, I was like, oh, that could be a
0: lot of fun. And he mm. really. Runs with it. Um, My wife had no idea who he was before we saw, which is great, I think. And she was for a lot of people. Was the fat guy? He was brilliant, and that's
1: that's the point. Remember, the original was built on people we never, we didn't. A bunch of these kids we had never seen, but Eddie and Catherine and Colin Farrell, even Ezra, you recognize a lot of people. And Emily Watson really.
0: I really liked him. Yeah, he
1: was great, and like what—that's the role he's yeah. like. I, and, you know, I think Jeff mentioned on the show a couple weeks ago about the Flash mm. and how Ezra just doesn't come. Like he needs people around him. This is the perfect example yeah. of of when he has a good support system he really does shine when he's able to like not hold the film
0: you talked about darkness as well and ezra a really good point to pick up on this actually i it is it is dark and there are moments that are much darker than other parts of the movie which at as well, times, it's ezra every bit, time ezra's in it it's going yeah. it's crossing the line yeah. at times but it, for me that it kind of it Felt a little bit mismanaged in balance because when it was yeah. dark, it was really dark, and when it wasn't light, dark, it, really it was, wasn't dark. Well, it was. It was. It, it was, was like one the, or the two. And it's wasn't like Sorcerer's really Stone
1: and Deathly Hallows had a baby. Yeah, and like the, or better yet, it was like the like say Sorcerer's Stone is like mom mm. and Deathly Hallows is dad, and that's how like the two parents handled the kid. Yeah. That that's what I felt at times because you're you're absolutely right. If I just showed you scenes of Ezra, yeah, and then I just showed you scenes of them of finding the creatures, because mm. the idea is is like Newt loses like four creatures in this film. He has to yeah. find them throughout New York while also figuring out what's destroying New York. Um, it, it it did that was probably my biggest flaw from it is like these there are two different films at times and yeah. like it, you know that's why and
0: sometimes it feels like they're acting in a couple of different movies, you know, with the, with the, the wizard council. Yeah. That felt a little bit like that felt old school. It opens dark. It opens
1: with the deathly yeah. hollows, like, like a murder of a bunch mm. of wizards. So I, I feel like, I mean, I guess the first one kind of does have a darker, like, Oh, what's this mystery boy. Yeah. But I, if you look at the, like prisoner of Azkaban is a great example of this, like that to me, was slowly getting towards more darker stuff, but stayed mm-hmm. light. You look at Deathly Howl, start to finish, that is a dark, edgier, yeah. almost it's a drama in a way. Yeah, a, at times. Very much so. This that's the one thing I will give against this is its identity. It maybe. By being shorter, it wasn't able to find it. And I think it's going to have to find that. If you're going to do five films, you need to start. You know, the next movie, I, they need to figure out which route they want to go. Do you want to be darker and like Deathly Halls, or do you want to do it lighter? I think they have to do lighter because Talk- if they want to
0: bridge these things. Talking about the final Harry Potter movies, you know, uh, part one and part two, I mean, the, the benefit of the fact that they could make it more like a drama is the fact that. You know, we knew the characters. We knew the situations. Yeah. We had had a series of movies moving up to those final two ones. So, you know, they did. And, and here we're going back to square one, where you know a lot of people don't know who Newt Scamander is. Newt Scamander doesn't have the Harry Potter level of recognition currently. The Harry Potter does now.
1: Yeah, and that's let's segue now into the box office yeah. because people have been trashing on the like, oh, sixty to seventy—that's a flop. No first of all we don't I think this thing still over phones my guess is 85 right now mm. I just I, I sense like a doctor strange momentum I also feel like families are going to come out more during the day yeah. than they would um last night at the midnights So th- here's the factors I'm playing in like people are thinking too much about Deathly Hallows fi- final production you need to think more of sorcerer's stone that yeah. opened at 90 this is a new franchise in a way while it has the Harry Potter element people don't know what it is so they're going to be like they're not going to run out like they did for Deathly Hallows I feel like eighty five ninety is still reasonable. The film's like, like it has four weeks of nothing in its way. It's got Thanksgiving to make a lot of money. Yeah. I'm not too worried about it. The other, the other element is what you just said. There's no recognizable people in this. Yeah. And not only that, they're all adults. You had a bunch mm. of kids in the last one. I feel that is kind of something that even. I mean, Eddie obviously is a star compared to what they ever had in in, um, the Harry Potter franchise. But it's still like I don't know what I have here. And the final thing is what we talked about. This is PG thirteen. Yeah, I don't think a Harry po- uh, like correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the first PG thirteen Harry Potter film was the fifth one. Um, it like the it first was, th- was, first yeah, three were definitely first three P- were
0: definitely PG. PG yeah.
1: Um, and that obviously you're losing, plenty like ten twenty million when you decide to do that for yeah. this franchise. So I, I I I'm not a big fan of them of people bashing these early like oh it's a flop. No, th- like,
0: this, this is not going to be a
1: flop. Th- this this was never expected to be yeah. like Batman, Justice League, or even the original Harry Potters. Well,
0: well, I mean, they were originally tracking around 75 million. That's what we were looking at a couple of yeah. weeks ago. And I, re- I read a piece on Forbes um, uh, People based can't, on that. It, the, the polling is
1: like with the election right well, they now. It's about, like... <laughs> said, yeah,
0: well, they said about 75 for for Doctor Strange, and that exceeded that. I think I, think I saw someone say 70 or 100. I'm like, that's such a
1: broad thing. Like... I mean, it
0: took uh, screenings last night, so previews and midnights, um, 8.75 million, about. which is good. Which yeah. is, you know, quite impressive. Uh, and then uh, Box Office Mojo were looking at about 90, 92 million for the weekend. Yeah. I can see it doing that. I can see it doing 95. I would be quite surprised if it goes 100 million. If it million. hit 100, I would be like, oh, wow, Warner's is going to be happy. Globally, apparently, they're looking at something like 200 I'd million. I'd say 2 to 250, yeah. easily, like, and which, which would is, be a great doable. starting point. Like, and I think word of mouth is going to be strong with it because it isn't. It isn't a It the isn't best. a bad movie. It it's isn't not a bad this movie. Is it isn't not the best squad. entry. No. This is not Suicide Squad. We're, it's a good we're movie. Like picking
1: it apart. I had fun with it. It. I had no problem walk, like walking out and be like, oh yeah, I enjoyed that. And like,
0: also, I think with, it's different to the Harry Potter series. We have got people in the chat, Zeno, Hour especially saying not a Harry Potter person. But I think the then don't go see it. But I think I mean,
1: <laughs> no, no, no it's, else it's, to tell
0: you. It's worth seeing. But I think when you say don't go and see, it, I think the benefit of the fact that this is new characters in a, in a yeah. new world is the fact that you don't have to go in there knowing anything it, about it, it does previously. Play Treat it like any other fancy movie. You would go and see if exactly you're see if
1: you it. if the, if wizarding type things is not your thing. Probably find something else, Netflix and chill. If you're wizarding intolerant, yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Back, back the fuck away from the wizard buffet. That sounds like a two other things I really want
1: to talk about real quick. Sure. The Johnny Depp thing.
0: I was
1: so pissed. Mm. Now after seeing, I was like, that would have been fun. I know people were like, oh, it played like a Scooby Doo thing. Whatever. You guys. I still think that people would have been like, "Oh wow!" Mm. Like I, I would have wanted that. Like, let me choose how I want to react because I knew he was coming. Mm. We all did because it was big news when it was announced that he was going to be in the sequel and have a cameo in this. Yeah, I, I, as a, I know, I'm at fault a little bit because it's my line of work that the person that broke that, you, someone should have been like, no you need to this uh, this is a uh, this is a cuz variety this was is, one
0: of the first to post it right we followed
1: i mean once it was okay. out there we did follow yep. but like de- like deadline went with it god and
0: looking back at it now i'm just so disappointed that that, it that came out. just days cuz I, I was working at Reuters like the, 10 when it happened and it it was just after one of the very first screenings of the movie to press <laughs> obviously and someone told I'm just wondering but I mean did was that something that was okayed by Warner or did they just go fuck it let's put the cat out of the bag and tell everybody the depth's in it I mean they could there's no way they could have done it. it yeah because it was
1: clearly shot like he was clearly signed on months if not a year ago yeah it was just so disappointing, and it's a shame of what that's what it's come to now. Is like people already being because like years ago that would have been a,
0: swinging contest, and I yeah. think there's too much of that, and it can spoil. We we, we give
1: like the Star Wars and J.J. Abrams Abrams world ship for like yeah. um, for like hiding this stuff this time. I wish that one of those guys were involved because it was a bummer. So
0: well, I, I had a really interesting conversation. Ooh, I, I like, just ruined it for people. I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> it's kind of I don't think it's a big spot. It's like when uh, we found out Benedict Cumberbatch was Khan, and then IMDb straight away oh, and yeah. was like ah motherfucker. But um, well, I had a conversation. This week at the the um, uh, AFI festival with um, M Night Shyamalan and and uh, James McAvoy exactly. about well I I haven't seen it yet unfortunately but it was they were saying I was talking about how it's one of the few films this year where it's managed to keep cameos or in recent years cameos and stuff like that a secret or twists and I said how how have you managed it when other people haven't and James told me a really interesting story and said that basically when it was shown at Fantastic Fest all the journalists all the writers all the bloggers all the reviewers were kind of like we we've decided. We are gonna keep this a secret, yeah. And so we're not gonna spoil it because if you spoil that, it ruins the whole movie. Yeah. You know, it's like opening your, opening your things at Christmas. Um, it's so they were like, just there was that respect that we just didn't tell anybody. Did want to miss a trick by telling people not to review the ending? Did they tell them not to review the ending? Oh, did the Johnny Depp twist at the end of um, Fantastic Beasts? Did they tell the guy, the person that reported yeah. it?
1: I, I mean because usually, I, wasn't, usually I wasn't in a
0: screening when you and I go to these things you know if they want to keep things quiet they will say don't if you're gonna do anything don't reveal that x is y I'm, oh yeah I, I have no idea because i didn't I, I saw the screening the other night
1: and the news was already out so yep. I have no idea how that went about I, I honestly don't know it's just it was just disappointing um and then the last thing they are this the sequel is a um, little news brief they're expecting to shoot the sequel in January. Mm. Um, Or first quarter, um, 2017. Uh, The characters to keep an eye out for, I think Nude's brother is going to play something. I don't know who it would be necessarily. And then young Dumbledore. Mm -hmm. Looking at a guy probably in the 40s era, you know, something like... You know, not not like a Luke Evans, but a little like a shade older than that. Mm. Um, so that'll be interesting to see it play out over the next couple of months. Because obviously, um, I think Scott, like I've heard like people can't do stuff because they're already committed to this. So like, yeah, I was surprised how quickly this next one's getting ready to roll. So
0: uh, because obviously, when you, if you're having a young Dumbledore, you do want to sign them on for the next. four I mean, movies, to me, the young so Dumbledore is for, bigger yeah. than Newt. Like, they, they, this is something they're going to have to like really meet with people and want. Um. One other thing I want to talk about Fantastic Beasts and then we'll move on is something that stood out for me more than with the Harry Potter movies was the costumes. The jackets, oh, the, the coats, and I the, period the period stuff period. was superb. Some of, the, oh, some of the CGI was a bit sketchy here and there. I, I but the costuming, you, it, I thought, was absolutely on point. Well, that's
1: I mean, that's the thing with period stuff. I mean, they they mentioned at my screening how that they had to... It was shot in London at the mm. whatever those... I forget the... Leaves Leavesden, yeah. Um, But they recreated all of New York, um, which and it looks just spot on, like Mm. the Waldorf. They 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 touched on a lot of like like Central Park, so yeah, I I agree. The the. All the like the blow line on Harry Potter is always pretty pretty good. I mean, David Heyman and David Yates
0: really know how to. And and welcome back; those guys are so great. David Yates is going to be doing the next four movies. They've signed him up for all five. Yeah, why would you leave at this point? Uh, Well, he tried Tarzan. He realized. Well, I know, I know, I know the two Davids um, quite well. I've worked with them a lot over the years, especially right from the beginning of sort of the the Harry Potter when David Yates joined then as well. those guys really take this stuff really, really seriously. Totally. Um, A hundred percent. Cheers. And they, cheers. And they work really, really well together, you know. And they like to keep a lot of the... They've, they've changed a few of the team for this movie, but they do like to keep a lot of the people fundamentally. And yeah. they brought a lot of the previous... Smart. A friend of mine who's a screenwriter is very heavily involved in the next couple of movies. So, you know, I had a heads up that there were going to be more movies even before it was publicly known. Um, so they are very careful to, to guard this. And I think it's a good thing... One of the problems with the Harry Potter, the original Harry Potter movies, is the fact that when you change directors, it shifted the tone ever so slightly. I think the benefit for this franchise is the fact How that David and David at the through? helm. Did they go through four or three? Uh, it was David Yates did the last four or five. So it was
1: Chris Columbus, Quran, did Mike Newell do it? And Mike Newell, and then it all went to David, and then, Yeats, and then David. Yeah. I David knew Newell out. got a job yeah. there. So
0: the, yeah, the, the tones,
1: and if you look, the tones changed, and, and then Yates. Yeah. Took on. I mean, we should expect. The, I guess we should expect a, a little more adult tone because yep. the last four films were more adult. So,
0: and you know what? Even if it's adult, the kids are still going to see it because that's it's a. I, I would. I would say you know if your kid can survive a regular scare here and there, take them to it. We'll come back to to releases and stuff that's coming out next week later on in the show. But we'll, let's talk about some news now. Okay. Um, okay. Let's kick off with Steve Carell and Minecraft announced yep. this week that he's going to be joining the cast yep, of my Minecraft. Break. What did you think about
1: it? Um, I broke that news on Tuesday. I was, um, you know, Minecraft's an interesting one because they've mm-hmm. been really trying, like Sean Levy was trying to do it. This is something, because of like what they can do with it on the platform, it's a big thing over at Warner Brothers. I think it's a go, I mean, it's been a while since we've seen Corell and kind of like a, a- Commercial big budget thing. He's been, he yeah. did the big short, he did uh, Foxcatcher. He, he did a D- his... Disney Family
0: movie. Um, oh, that, Alexander the... and the Great Big. Yeah, which oh. was fine.
1: Fine, but it, it was more like a mid level thing. He hasn't done like something like this in a while. No. Like, even like since like the Noah movie with uh, Noah's, uh, the Noah Arks movie. Oh, God. Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I it, was that his big, last big. Um, I mean, he hasn't done anything of, like, a big-budget, temple no, style in a while. No,
0: not for a while.
1: I like it. Um, it it, it kind of gives me a sense of what the film's going to be. Like, yeah. kind of like a, light-y, a light action comedy type thing, I feel like. Maybe, like, a, hopefully a better Pixels, yeah. I would assume, like. Like, the, well, that's what they're trying to go for here. Um, so we'll see. I mean, the one thing Warner's Press, when I broke the news, is please don't say he's starring. He, it's, it's an ensemble. Yeah. So they want to do, like, uh Ocean's 8, uh, Ocean's 11 type thing where they're getting various stars not, and Steve's just a good starting point so I, I like the idea I, I'm just I don't know what this film is yet so we'll, we'll have to see
0: I mean it, so I, I, Pixels is not a great movie it's uh-uh. heavily heavily flawed but I actually did as shitty as it is I had a bit of fun with that so if they can take that idea build on that I'm entirely open to that, and I do like Steve Carell. I think he's 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 very. He delightful. can do
1: various things.
0: Like he's kids not... like him, and older audiences like him as well. I so mean, I think
1: t- he's... fifteen years ago, after after whenever Forty Virgin came out, I don't mm. think we ever thought he would be able to do like an Oscar nominated performance no. in like uh, Foxcatcher or Big Short. Mm. So he he definitely can jump, and then, like like um, date oh, date night was on recently. I guess that would be yeah. his next.
0: Oh yeah, that, the, the, him and Tina Fey that, and Mark. Wahlberg, that's a yeah. great
1: example of like. I guess this is going to cost a little bit more, but that's probably of what they're kind of going for here is like. Big cast, mm. center on him mainly, but yeah. like I, I, I look forward to it. So we'll, we'll see where it goes, but it's I think it's a good
0: starting point. Another big story of the week. Uh, we've had a lot of action on this in the chat. Um, the Green Hornet reboot let's story. Chat, this let's week. chat about this. Um, and obviously Jeff is not here, but uh, Jeff. Uh, we'll we'll felt get quite to the Jeff thing this this week. in a second. Let's talk about the project. Okay,
1: but um, I now did you see the um, Seth Rogen one? I did.
0: I thought it was okay. It wasn't bad. I mean, Fine. Green Hornet was something. I appreciate kind of growing him up trying I had it. a pop culture reference, but it wasn't massive. It's was kind of corny. It, yeah, it was like it was fun. like it was the plain movie. It you was know?
1: cliched at times, but um, according to um, it's a Deadline Hollywood broke this, and Gavin mm-hmm. O'Connor is the new, uh, will be directing this. So the ha- he
0: directed The Accountant recently.
1: Directed The Accountant did Warrior. I, I really like him. He he's very talented. I mm-hmm. feel like um but he did Jane Jane got a gun, Jane got a gun. which
0: did no business No but business, it's not but a bad movie no it, that wasn't his fault It was no. more of just no, no, being, no. of the studio burying it so i think that's of... on VOD or streaming at the moment so it's worth looking at oh, I might check the weekend,
1: the, yeah. it might be my binge this weekend um but he said he wanted you know unlike the the TV show is a little lighter Seth Rogen did like an action comedy. Mm. He wants to do like a darker, edgier thing, something like Born or you know Batman or something along those sure. lines. And and which is cool, like you know you can reinvent the wheel a little bit with something like this. So he did an interview with Deadline, and um I, I we should probably jump on this because uh, our our buddy who's not here had an issue with this because he and this is the one thing I would like to I'm definitely going to defend him here. So Jeff had asked about the same exact thing yep. back in when he was at the rap like last summer, yeah, July. Yeah, a long tw- time 2015. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's two elements that I have to defend. First, there is listen, I hate me and him are very competitive. We all hate losing scoops. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very bad feeling. No one likes to lose in general. There is no worse feeling that when you've asked about something a while back. Mm-hmm. you hope you're you're told you will be protected. And then a year later, obviously, not only do you lose the scoop, but s- <laughs> the person then gives a Q&A about it, meaning someone had to set this up that knew that you were losing this. Yeah. So it's not just that you lost it, not just a punch in the gut. It's a slap in the face because the guy is pretty much like, ha, ha, I'm giving this to someone else, like blatantly mm. telling this. So I'm definitely defending Jeff. He had every right to be pissed off about that. And then I saw people being like, why did you wait such and such time? Here is how it works. Jeff, like so many times, 90% of the time when we get a tip, it's not coming from Gavin no. or his agent yep. or the producer or like the direct person. It's coming from a third party that heard it from somebody. It's a, it's a game of telephone. Mm-hmm. So we have no idea. Like I hear these things. I get five to ten tips a day. 80% of them are just either the person's already passed The person hasn't even met and it's just a choice it's it's like it's so one-sided or Mm -hmm. already inaccurate that we have to go through another channel to make sure it's correct and you can't simply be like post it and 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 in this case with gavin they may not have they they had to secure the rights to greenhorn at first because i think they the last one was made at sony and now paramount and churning got this so they they didn't even meet with Gavin until probably recently because it could have easily like I, I I when I was on recently I said the Willy Wonka rights we yeah. had to re- renegotiate for That's six right. months yeah yeah this may could have been six months this could have been a year. And then, then they would meet with Gavin. Like they don't, they can't meet with someone about a movie until they have the film, because
0: then you're, you're so many things might so many not things happen. could fall apart. Yeah.
1: So that is why Jeff had to wait or, or just lost track of this because they were spending so much time doing that that it, it moved on. So those are the two things I had to defend on it because people were jump on his case not only of why he was complaining but also why did he wait. And those are the the biggest cases is simply. Sometimes you ha- like you have to wait because things aren't where they are yet. Yep. So that's that.
0: But I am looking forward to this film. I like Gavin a lot. I mean, I think Sony s- kind of sat on it for a while because they were umming and ari mm. whether whether they wanted to do another Spidey and go like it's been long enough since the last the one. first Shall one we didn't do that do it great. Again? Box office was the thing it, either. It didn't do great. I mean, it was kind of a weird, it was it's one of those films where. It's it, it's there in pop culture, and if you're aware of it, you're aware of it. But it's not something that certainly in the UK it was quite hard to sell because Green Hornet was not big on TV. Yeah, it wasn't. It's not an it man. was there. It's I hard. mean, I knew about it as a kid, but it didn't have that you know ingrained awareness. Like many characters from the UK will come over here and do movies, and people are going like, I don't know what the fuck that is. I, or it's I, a small I also got the
1: sense Seth and Evan Goldberg, who wrote and produced it, mm. weren't that interested in doing the sequel. No. And, and and the only reason it really got ramped up in the first place is because so like those two are. Like, yeah. uh, can have a pull out of weight at Sony and once they were like yeah we're not really into it but when it was
0: made it was kind of like it was looked at as a potential sequel fodder of course you know studios do sit on these things and they're like well maybe we'll want to pull it out of the bag in five years or three years or whatever but obviously that that well like,
1: like I mean Fantastic Four is a perfect example like people were like You know, Simon Kinberg's talking about the sequel. I don't think that film's getting made anytime soon. Trank's gone. Those actors don't want to be involved with that. They've moved on to their own other franchises or whatever. So that's another case where I. They've
0: only just washed the
1: stink off, and they don't want to. I mean, it, I don't know when that thing comes around next. But Green yeah. Hornet, it's it's been a good enough time where I'm like, yeah, let's do another one. Especially yeah. since like not enough people saw it, where it's not like people are going to be like, what are you doing with already remaking this and all that. But stuff. also
0: look at the landscape at the moment for what movies are out there. There isn't anything out there that's quite like it. No, and, you I, know, it, it there pr- are certain franchises that are being good action franchises that people are kind of tired of now. So I think to bring something back like this, something fresh that's a bit different that isn't a superhero movie but isn't a straight action movie is actually and give you something, uh, and give you a, a new look to it. Yeah. Well. Do you have any casting ideas on that? Because I'm a. Let's just totally assume, which I think is a fair assumption, the original cast will not be coming back. It'll I mean, something completely. Gavin
1: worked with uh, Tom Hardy on Warrior. Mm. I wouldn't be against that. Um, I think he could be. Did, did, so, does the character need to be? I, I, if he's going edgier, I, I, we don't. I don't. I never watched the TV show, so I'm only thinking of Seth right. Rogan. Does that that character, not Cato, have to be more lighty? Oh, maybe Chris Pratt.
0: Pratt Chris would... Pratt would be good. Um, for female interest, I'd like to see Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, I mean, yeah, she's a given. I'd and she's, she's, she's be a though.
1: Um, I don't know. I oh, you know who would be great. Um, Eco from uh, the Raid. I had exactly the same thought. That actually. would be. He'd be awesome, especially yeah. if he's edgier too. Like if, mm. if like I feel like he would bring. I forget who was incest. I forget what his name is. I'm blanking. But he had more of a comedic flair a little bit. Yeah. If they did that, the guy from the Raid, I feel like that's the tone. Let's. Paramount, make that happen. Get that job. Get Kato first and then worry about the other guy later. That's all I'm
0: saying. I mean, I'm assuming they won't whitewash it. I'm assuming they'll just. What are they, on the chat? they yeah. got. They
1: got any ideas there?
0: Uh, let's have a look. Uh, yeah, uh, Ike has come up. Um, Arafin Putra. Oh, Lee Byung Hun. Yes, now I was just oh, from, Magnificent, from Seven. Magnificent Seven I was out, when you were saying um, about the raid, I was like, actually I was, I was literally about a month ago watched a movie and I was like, who was that guy? He's really great. He's it's more not, he's charismatic WF. too. I think he's, he would be a good Kato. He was so good in Magnificent Seven. I'm a big fan of his work anyway, even in things like the G.I. Joe movies. Yeah, he's great in G.I. Joe. He's, he's also really nice and he takes that shit really seriously. So I think out of all of them, well, uh, Lee Byung-Han would be. He's got a
1: in too Han because Lee. G.I. Joe Paramount. He, he's yeah. got the
0: connection. So sort of. Yeah, yeah. Actually, good call. I'm predicting that now, yeah. actually. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, really good calls on that, actually. Uh, okay, other reboot stuff that came out this week. We'll touch on this very quickly. Um, I, we've had a lot of questions about this in the chat. Uh, Stargate reboot stalled. Uh, I'm kind of bummed about that because I, I went to see Stargate the... when it was in theatres purely by accident.
1: In my room, no it. one's been talking about that movie. So, I, I I have a keep an eye on my timeline today because there will be possible. Okay. News coming on a reboot that may get people excited, but on in terms of Stargate, I hadn't even heard that there was
0: It's d- been about 18 months since I heard anything vaguely
1: solid. It just doesn't I, it. I you know what hurt that? I really think the Independence Day just is That what, film
0: was such a bag of dicks. It was just big bag of dicks. Yeah, um, it was but just bad.
1: I but I but I think um I think that may have stalled it. Like mm. the the Roland cuz Roland was going to Yeah. direct that, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's an expensive movie. People, it's he's like he keeps getting money. I mean, he's got that Moonfall film at, at Universal. Mm-hmm. He's, he's he's got a bunch of stuff coming around, but I, I don't know. I I don't. I actually think he's trying to get a Battle of Midway thing up first. Okay. That may be the reason why Stargate. I heard him trying to do a Battle of Midway thing or a war pick. But start I, I you know, you have to have people that want I just talked about it with the Green Hornet. If if the key element is not interested, mm. then the studio exec sure is that's a business, folks. Like like you need the person driving the, the ship mm. or the car <laughs>
0: needs to make sure that they're, they're focused on it. Or else I, I, it's think, never... I think director is, is going to be really key with that project. I, I don't think it's going to happen at all now, but if it did, it was kind of sitting there. I think, again, with Green Hornet, I think director is crucial. You see, if, if he wasn't busy with a load of other projects right now, I would have liked to have seen a Guy Ritchie Green Hornet. But why don't, why don't we give it to, to um, uh, raid director? Who? Uh, the director of the raid. I've completely blanked on his name. Oh, Gareth Evans. Yeah, Gareth Evans. I mean, listen, I, he seems, he's, he's so
1: content. He nail that. He, I mean, he would, but he's so. He, he, I remember, um, Gambit.
0: Yeah, his Ooh, team. Sorry about that. What? Oh, Gambit. I thought you meant the terrible Colin Firth movie. Then <laughs> no, no, I mean uh, the <laughs> the Channing Tatum comic movie. Yeah, that. Um
1: fox loved him for it, and his team wanted him to do that and he was just like guys this is not yep. for me gareth's just i i think i would love gareth for a stargate problem is i think he's just so original content stuff he's doing the apostle right now mm. he has another uh thing called blister that he wants with mrc he he's all about his own properties yeah. so i i don't think until he I, until there's something that really gets unless if he finds a scargate script and it's like i want to do this well he would
0: have been good for stargate or green hornet i think yeah, he would have. I, I mean, been, he's talented. I, yeah. I'm all on his train, buddy. and he's Welsh, Wales. Um, another one this week's um, Starship Troopers. We heard about this the other week. That's moving forward. It has been muted for many years. I remember when I used. PG-13 to do with, thirteen Starship Troopers. Too. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's going to have to be, which is a bit of a disappointment. But I, I mean, I remember talking about this story when I used to do a, a movie show in the in the UK on. Um, on one of the major networks there. And uh, it was even then they were talking about doing the reboot. Now it is happening. Um, They were talking about it a bit more this week. And they're saying that actually, you know, they've got some really good ideas and it's it's moving along nicely. And they think it's going to fit in with uh, Trump presidency. And that (laughs) got me thinking because I think that would work really well. But over the last couple of years, we've seen an increasingly, we've seen a different type of American president in movies. And we've seen a lot more, we've seen a lot more African-American Presidents in the last fifteen yeah. years, or, or, and female presidents. So, do you think now, when we start seeing a lot of these movies coming out of Hollywood, we're going to start to see the president in them change and become a bit more I, Trump? I don't know about that.
1: I do think uh, Peter Bart and uh, Mike Fleming touched on this on their like weekly column about like like are we going to see a new type of seventies activism in film? Like, are, yeah. like, and I I totally could see like like you know I think people are comparing Trump a lot to Nixon a little bit mm. um I, which
0: is not an unfair comparison It isn't
1: not, not but, I mean I, I will say Nixon actually was a politician before he was president so that's <laughs> that's his one Experience. one, one what head up concept But um you know that I thought that was kind of intriguing mm. and it will be interesting to see the next I mean it depends on like that was a decade of just like rough times so like yeah. it wasn't just Nixon it was like for, like, Carter and, and Ford. There was there was mm. an array of presidents that just didn't, like, inspire. If that happens in the next 10 years, like, it's, if it moves past Trump into the next whoever it is, I could see. I, I don't know how, like, obviously, like, short-term— Possibly, like with the uh, Starship Troopers, but from a, a long-standing point, I, I was thinking the same thing. Like someone made a great point that a show like Atlanta, I mm. think TV shows are going to have much more of an effect because of the you know writers drive TV shows where directors drive movies. Yeah, I think those those ideas are going to be shown, and you know, I mean, Atlanta probably won't be on again until 2018 because of uh, Han, Han Solo and Donald Glover. But so, look at shows like that that are already talking about, like you know. Certain areas of the country and how this this is affecting them. So we'll we'll see. But it's more more possible that the presidency is definitely going to be something in this. But was there? Like they briefly saw a president, president in the last Starship Troopers.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I think they're just going to, you know, sort of uh, maybe amend. You mean like that. the five minute cameo? Is it going to be like someone like with like orange, like an orange face? Yeah, orange face <laughs> kind of thing. You know, kind of, I mean, we've seen that kind of sort of presidential Or just leader a figure. bad president in general. In yeah, life. I mean, people like, you know, it wasn't the president, but Dennis Hopper in, in Land of the Dead, you know, that business guy who yeah. becomes the leader who is a bit of a dick. I'm trying to think of thing. Um... We, we've We have seen it in film. Previously, well, if you, you look at like twenty twenty
1: four, so. they like I think the president was a bad guy in one of the seasons. I actually and that tweeted was, yesterday, and, and said, it was during the Bush presidency, so you could yeah. definitely
0: have some angst there as well. I so. actually tweeted something yesterday and said, at the moment, watching the political stuff over here is kind of like watching. Uh, an episode of Twenty Four, but not from Jack Bauer's POV. Uh-huh. It's from the other side. Um, we're having a few people in the chat who were talking um, about Starship Troopers. Nate says Starship Troopers One is actually good. Screw the haters. No, Starship Troopers is a great. I forgot movie. there was
1: sequels. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I love. I mean, I, it was on recently.
1: It is a great. Like a great you, you do. Like if you haven't seen it in a while, you, you stop and like try to like. Oh yeah, it's because it's very. It's a, it's a. It is you know examining various things and yep. it's not just about bugs killing people there, no. there's other elements there of like government and like military and, and i i read i actually was intrigued so much i read the original book for like a book report oh, wow. in fresh, uh fresh high school um and the, the book is very much like a satire and examination of government sure. like where this kind of like expands off it
0: um also uh, vaguely sequel related um or reboot related because uh, this is a reboot the crow Let's talk this yeah. week. Um, <laughs> leaving, uh, leaving Relativity Finally. now. Relativity has been a quagmire for so many filmmakers. I know two or three directors who've just been, and you know, people who run production companies who've really been struggling with what's been going on. at Relativity, they've had projects there or deals there that have fallen through, etc., yeah. etc. Cetera, et cetera. The Crow is a project that has been rattling around the, the, the reboot for what five years now. Possibly, Well, I mean, since I've longer. been.
1: I mean, since I've been film reporting, it's been around. It feels like, and this Everybody's was like in the heyday of relativity it. of like after *Active Valor* when they had like money and they were yep. like like had successful films, and everybody was like, "Oh, let's go!" It's another distributor. Um, I mean, there, I mean, I think there was either Bradley Cooper was the longest attached actor. I feel like, mm. um, and then we recently had Jack Houston, Luke. Oh, no, the closest it came to Luke was with, with Luke Evans. Well, like,
0: I, I, we, Luke and I have friends in common, and he was, he was. Totally in the process oh, training. of track. I know people on his it. team uh, very well. He yeah. was very close. That film mm. was that close. They were and looking I was at kids that he wasn't. He wasn't going to get a cadet to do it because I thought he would have been great. I actually had an Uber the other week in LA, um, and this was a guy who was actually up for the role of Eric Draven. And oh, he really? was an unknown guy, and he was like, it was he this was Eric
1: Draven or nineteen ninety five? This oh, Eric wow. Draven.
0: Um, and he was. It was before they started attaching some Stars. really big names to it. So it was pre Luke Evans. Um, yeah, yeah. So they've literally. I don't think there's anybody. It's in a good Hollywood. sign though for the film, though. I feel like because I, I, had, I mean, all those films kept leaving
1: and relativity would not yeah. let this thing go. I mean, they they attached Momoa recently. He's, yeah, and, 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 and Corin Hardy is director. And, yeah, and Corin's been involved for a while. but <laughs> Momoa was the closest thing of, of this thing moving forward. Yeah. And now they're saying because of a rights thing that he may not be involved. Mm. It's a weird thing. Listen, the film leaving relativity is great for the film because yeah. who it could, will
0: who will pick it up? Do well, you it
1: think? says John Davis Group, and he's got a big connection at Fox. So okay. I could I could. That's just you know connecting the dots that makes the most sense.
0: Uh, Makes sense in many ways because I think Fox. Maybe some. discussed this briefly. You see, I I would think Fox would be a better fit because I I we discussed the the possible X Men reboot the other day. They're kind of licking their wounds a little bit. Aside from Deadpool and possibly well the thr story about like
1: where like they're they're kind of in um yeah I was talking to somebody about this recently like and they
0: might want something that's darker more like a DC. Entry. Well,
1: they're trying to get you know the the predator things heating up. They, yeah. They're trying to get their other branded stuff while they're kind of reconfiguring the X Men yeah. stuff. All, all the all their Marvels like fan, like between Fantastic Four, X Men, obviously the Deadpool. Yeah, De- I mean Deadpool's going to happen, so I'm not too yeah. worried about that. But but, but there's other they need other elements. They they, they need a world around it, mm. and they're trying to reconfigure that. So yeah, Crow would be it, it's a franchise, they, they, branded material that people would come to. I think this film. I mean. I, I mean, Jeff's its biggest champion, but I do think this film in this day and age would have an audience yeah. and people would come to see it. So I think it's going to be hot. Like people are really going to uh, fight to get that that, that one. So. so
0: who if let's say Corin and Jason both drop, because obviously Jason's got Aquan and stuff as well. And then possibly oh, yeah. more Warner Brothers stuff on the back of that DC. Um, who, I mean, who's left?
1: You know, I don't know. This, I mean, it was Bradley Cooper, Channing Tatum, Jack Houston, Luke yeah. Evans. I, I've, there's so many people that were attached to this. This is like Man from Uncle, which scares me a little bit that it's, it's a little tainted. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, do you need like the the man's man, or do you, or could it just be like Joe Schmo? Like, oh, Gordon Levitt would be. Yeah. He wanted to do Sandman. He left that project. Yeah. You know, if the right director came into play, I think. Uh, JGL director wise, I'm Corin. I like a lot, and I I think they would still want to go with someone like, not like, not a seasoned person. They, they, listen. They, they want to probably keep the budget down, so they're gonna have to either pick a star and pay him, or a director
0: and, and S- go new. Someone that uh, just occurred to me the other day, I was I was catching up on Preacher because I I hadn't oh, finished he's... that. And uh, Dominic Cooper, he he's had his shots over the he, years, yeah, and it's never quite worked. But I'm just wondering. If so, someone him. like I mean, him, I mean, he's not physically as buff, but you can obviously change. I that. mean,
1: Cooper and Gordon Levitt kind of have similar physiques yeah. in a way, and, and they're not intimidating. Or they're more like uh, I say, not physiques, but like they're they're a less intimidating force on the screen. So I think either of those would be great. And you know would
0: love play the villain. We have no idea who the villain would be. I would love to see. Um, uh, he starred with him in Third Rock from the Sun, John Lithgow. Oh, he'd be great. And I spoke to him quite recently um, on the premiere for the, for the Accountant, and he is desperate to work with Gordon Levitt again, and he's desperate to play a, a, a villain. I you mean, know, a no one was better badass, at villain roles than Lithgow in the
1: 90s. Like, Cliffhanger, Raising Kane, yeah. um, Raising Kane I Ricochet, yeah. he was great in Ricoch- um, with Denzel, so...
0: And he's uh, moved away he, from that. He
1: hasn't done a villain. I can't name the last one he's done. So yeah, he'd be. Well, he,
0: I was talking to him about you know that, and he he's he's come close I'm to shocked, doing it.
1: I'm shocked. to you he's never been a Marvel villain.
0: It's yeah, like, well, it's that, absolutely mind blowing. Start the conversation with him or DC.
1: He's he's in both those worlds. He's
0: come close a number of times apparently, but it just hasn't happened. But he's desperate to do it and to see those together. In it's like the him Crow, and Jeremy
1: Irons, like ran the him Jeremy Irons and Gary Old, Gary Oldman ran the villain game in the '90s. Yeah, and they completely they're like ah, I'm sick of that. Let's go and Oldman. Definitely changed Oldman, his pace.
0: Oldman would be good in this. I actually made Gary Oldman laugh in an interview a couple of years ago.
1: I mean, Gary's always in and like he, yeah. he, Gary literally had a streak of just great villain roles yeah. in the 90s.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, so I, I, I'm still optimistic about that, and it's a definite film that I want to see. Another film of that era that I would really be interested in seeing because the director's completely gone off the boil, um, but it was a genius movie, it was Dark City. Oh in yeah, the 90s. Um,
1: Alex. Pro- That's one of yeah. my favorite films. That was uh, wasn't so that Roger
0: good. Ebert's favorite? Like that got a lot of buzz because yeah. it was Ebert's film of the year. And it was not a massive film, box office wise. But it's I watched it no, again it, quite recently. No, it's a cult
1: thing. It was like I, it, love it, that I think film. It, like people found that lit mm. down the road more. But that uh, it was uh, Rufus Sewell. I feel was the star yeah, of that. William Hurt, Kiefer yeah. Sutherland, yeah. Jennifer Connelly. Great cast. The whole like film noir meets like like. Aliens, in a way. Yeah. Um, it's just a great it take. Was just, just it was, it was a twisted. scary-ass movie. Those, like, like it, I, I might watch that this weekend, Simon.
0: It's, it's, seriously, whenever I, see, whenever I go to my, my shelf of Blu-rays um, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to stick something on, whenever I see that, I'm like, I can never watch that movie enough times. I love it. Um, I can never turn it off, though, when it's on TV, which is annoying, uh, even with the ad breaks. Uh, other movies this week, uh, Wedding Crashers 2, uh, in the works, apparently, calling to Isla Fisher. No, not excited about that at all. I mean, at the end well, of this the first. It's too one, long at this point. Yeah. They want to do a sequel. Ten I, years since Wedding crashes?
1: Fifteen, I think. Yeah, close. I I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, the I,
0: end of that movie, they all went. Vince off in the is trying car to together. do
1: different things, and I mean, maybe Owen comes back, but you need Owen and Vince. You can't recast that film. It's yeah. just not going to work.
0: Um, they all at the end of the last one, they all went off together, possibly to crash another wedding. Yeah, i would just say, just leave that there. Or crash the car.
1: You want to move over to some upcoming releases and trailers real fast
0: yeah let's talk about that trailers this week um beauty and the beast trailer
1: i really liked it okay um but i yeah i like you you said you what what did you i thought it was fine
0: um i mean i i know people that worked on the movie and they've been they're very very excited about it i'm convinced the final film is going to be great i I, I almost didn't want to watch the trailer by the way yeah it just (laughs) It didn't move me in the way that I was expecting it to. I love Beauty and the Beast. I love the cast of this film. There's something about it that just right now isn't quite getting me in the feels, as the kids I, say.
1: Maybe that's a good thing because I've been so frustrated. Like, after Billy Lynn just was such a great trailer and the yeah. film was a poop yeah. and. And and I've heard other films recently that, that I saw trailers for that they just didn't live up to it. I, I I'm this film will be fine and it has the elements I'm looking for. Uh, I think it's a good thing you weren't like you're going to see it.
0: I was okay. With I don't. It.
1: This film doesn't need a trailer. It like if yeah. anything it was just to quickly show what it is. But that film is gonna kill. So yeah, it, I mean the 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 um. The, like, Mrs. Teapot and all those characters were, yeah. were, were fine. fine. Um, I, I mean, in the end of the day, the Beast was the one character. The get, uh, Luke Evans as Gaston, I wanted to – I, I, I kind of wanted to – I guess they're saving those pieces, but I yeah. did want to see a Be My Guest, like the Gaston song.
0: But... Likewise, but I don't want to see it just yet. Yeah, exactly. Because, and I had this thing. I was cutting a piece this week for Reuters um, about Fantastic Beasts. And I realized that by the time they got to the most recent, the final domestic trailer, all the really cool bits of the movie I'd kind of seen. Well, it's like Batman versus
1: Superman had like 35 trailers, it felt like. Or Suicide Squad. had uh, so
0: much marketing that you... Then when you see the final movie, it's just lost that, fuck me! Or also, it just lost the scene. (laughs) (laughs) The scenes are gone. Yeah. Do you remember the first time that you saw the ballroom scene for Beauty and the Beast, the full thing? Oh, yeah. And it was just spectacular. I think sometimes they, we put too much, and I've said this before. We put too much in the trailers, and it just spoils the spectacle. Any of the film. Disney
1: exec that spoils, like people, like you've already hinted that the film is pretty much going to be kind of a live action version of it. Yeah, don't spoil it. Just, just go in. You, we know it's coming. Let it be. Mm. Um, Kong. Did you see that trailer? I did. Love that movie. Looks awesome. Even at Comic Con, when they revealed I'm shocked, the first by the way, stuff, that film had seven rewrites mm. You know, when I, every time I, when I'm tracking a film and someone's like, Oh, they got a new writer. How worried I get like this film is dead in the water. They yeah. don't know what to do. Now I'm, I'm, I'm sold right now.
0: I'm really excited about it. I, I was one of the few people sort of among the journalists that I was with at comic con, um, this year when I said, I, this is a film I really want to see. Um, I'm excited by the cast. I love the look of it. I love the feel of it. And it was far from finished at that point. And still, I don't know if it's finished finished right now. um, but, yeah, I was like, I really think that this is going to be a great movie. And a lot of people were very skeptical. But seeing more of it, I'm like, I am totally on board with I this I think. Movie. More so than I was with Godzilla
1: when I saw yeah, the first trailer for that. Yeah, I am too. What's amazing is I saw the poster recently. Mm. All the people that aren't in above it because – the cast is—I forgot, like John C. Riley, yep. totally forgot he's in this. Yeah, they have—they—they they, they had to leave out of that uh, the poster Shea Wiggum, Corey Hawkins from Straight Outta Compton, and I yep. heard Corey's like a big lead in this. Yep. Jason Mitchell from Straight Outta Compton, Thomas Mann from Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl, and, and but we still have Tom Hiddleston, Brie Larson, John Goodman, Samuel Jackson. Yep. Um, and there's two other people in there
0: as well, and John C. Riley. I mean, the cast is phenomenal. Which makes me, because we know some of them that, that aren't, you know, above the line, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, have got quite, you know, strong roles. It does make me wonder what have they got in store for those guys. To- oh yeah, I mean, Cause there's they- going to be
1: some some. Yeah, not everyone's. What I also like about this, I think, this, there's
0: standout performances that are not currently the big names that get the thing, and I think that's for me is a really exciting. They dynamic focused in a on movie. Kong
1: a lot in the first show. This yeah. one, I love how they're showing off all the other creatures, which just the Skull Island's like that. Peter Jackson's King Kong was great just because of all the creatures he inserted in there. This yeah. one could be a lot of fun too because of that.
0: Uh, getting a, getting a shout out here um, from Jose Munoz. Uh, I like the guy in the white shirt, so that's obviously you because I'm wearing. Oh cool. Oh, so great. Thank you. Um but yeah, other trailer this week um was The Ghost in the Shell.
1: I like the the tone of it. The, the it had a cool music vibe. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I wasn't I'm not a huge Rupert Sanders guy, but mm. we'll um we'll see how it goes, but yeah, I think that, that people should like get over the whitewashing thing. It, it's it's yeah. going to be like I, you you should have fun with this and enjoy it. Um but yeah, I I I think it like Scarlet's great in action. Um, I forget the guy's name. He's from Game of Thrones. Mm. But he's like the co-lead. And then Michael Pitt's the uh, the villain in it. Now. Yeah, he's like a Michael Pitt villain. Mm. So, you know, game on, Paramount.
0: Uh, let's touch on a couple of stories. And I'll, I'll talk about um, Lin-Manuel Miranda as well. Um, and then we'll go to the, the releases uh, in the next sort of couple of minutes. Uh, Taron Egerton, uh, Robin Hood, coming 2018. That's the origin story with Jamie Foxx as Lil John. I'm not excited about this film right now. Um, I'm... I'm open to being. I love. Decent Karen. cast. Yeah.
1: We'll, we'll see. Everybody's in love with Robin Hood right now. That they needed to get this out. But, I mean, the last Robin Hood with Russell Crowe not wasn't good. that great. No. So, I mean, it's crazy to think that Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner is still the the top thing. Well, I mean, I guess Errol Flynn back in the day. But, um, yeah, they, we'll, we'll see.
0: Just not. It's not getting me right now. Um. Obviously, the second Muppets movie didn't particularly do brilliantly and wasn't as well received as the first one. But a Sesame Street movie is in the works. I don't know what the movie is. Um, Don't know a huge amount about it right now. I mean, it's been
1: bopping around for a while. Obviously, IPs like that, they're always going to be of interest to studios when they need more of those branded things. Made sense that Warner Bros. Would want to do it, given that HBO the ties there with them doing Sesame Street. So
0: it'll be interesting to see whether we'll it's see. going to, sort of you know wide theatrical or whether it's going to be. But I mean, when you compare Follow That Bird to you know the Muppet, I mean, movies, they're, it's Follow definitely going to be. Didn't...
1: They're definitely going for like a summer release, I'm sure, and getting yeah. every kid they can. I just like the Muppets. Like we've seen, we had seen Muppet movies prior to the recent Muppets. Yeah. I've never seen a Sesame Street movie, so I just like. Do they leave set? Like, can you leave Sesame Street? Can you go yeah, into the new a, world? Yeah, big
0: Big Bird went out into. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay, it's um, fine. I, I don't know. We'll see. It's basically the, it's basically the first Muppet movie, but with Big Bird. So um, yeah, it'll be fine. Um, you know, it's not it's not going to be massive, but it'll it'll hang around. Uh, I heard this week the Space Jam was almost penned by Spike Lee with Tiger Woods, as the star. A sequel, a Space Jam sequel.
1: Ugh. Space that Jam fill,
0: that just is fills me with I don't get
1: dread. the Space Jam buzz. Obviously it was a decent movie but like it if you and I want someone who's my of my age who saw the original when they were a kid to say tell me when the last time they watched Space Jam and and tell me and we're we'll watch it today and tell me how how excited you are to take your kids to that. No, LeBron I, I he's a great basketball player but off the court he's gotten he's just yeah, we'll we'll see. I, I I'm I'm willing. Actually, I liked him in um the Amy Schumer one, Trainwreck.
0: I, I was mean, okay. I
1: almost feel like LeBron should just go do all their stuff if he wants to do that. because <laughs> yeah. the Space Jam thing is just following in Michael's footsteps. Do something else
0: too. Uh, okay, Lin one Miranda. Um, oh yeah, yeah news because um, uh, Moana comes out next week. Um, yeah, so we know that he's going to be in the Mary Poppins uh, prequel. It's going to be playing Broke Jack. Uh, he is going to be doing an English accent, which he has already said is going to be so. So bad he is going to be know. English
1: in that. Yes, because the idea was supposed to be a Dick Van Dyke type character who was American in the original.
0: Well, he certainly during during the interview that he did this week, he was saying that um, uh, he is going to be doing which an is English great. Accent. Okay. Now, whether it's going to be similar to Dick Van Dyke or, you know, I don't know, but he's certainly he's loves Dick Van Dyke, so I think he'll want to emulate that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be an English accent, but apparently okay. it's going to be quite bad, so you won't really know where it's from. Um, and also, <laughs> a really interesting point. Obviously, we know that he's got this Did he good... tell you
1: that it was going to be quite bad, or are you just assuming he, he, that? He, in his own words, British.
0: it's going to be quite bad, so okay. you won't be able to know what country okay. he's from. Um, but, yeah, he's aiming for the English accent. Um, also, in the interview, he said that... Um, you know, he's. We, we talked about this before the show. He has this great relationship with Disney, of course, and he uses um, these uh, his musical background to to get him in the door at Disney to have these conversations okay. with people. Um, he is a big fan of Marvel. Oh, okay, and there is one particular um, character that he would actually like to play that he's Wolverine. already specified. <laughs> it's Carnage. Really? Yeah. Now he said that if. If Disney and Marvel were looking at doing a Maximum Carnage movie or bringing Carnage in he loved as a ball. character, he wants to be Carnage, and he wasn't like, oh, you know, blah blah blah. He was like genuinely as a fan, he would love that's a goal. You go know why
1: his. I respect that is I know he read comics as a kid. Now, yeah, because like a I, I, I would have never in a million years been like Carnage. Like he wasn't like I want to be Captain America. Like he, he yeah. wasn't like the our Batman. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, cool. And for those that you don't know, um, uh, Carnage is, is linked to, to, to Venom. Obviously, we've seen the Spider Man yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. So I see, you know, with the expanding Spider Man universe, that's totally doable. Um, I mean, and he'd be good.
1: I you wonder if he like told you that and like he just said it so that like he could get the wheels moving on something because like why not? Like just the guy is like like
0: he's he's, he's as hot as he's gonna get right now. I I, I don't know if he no. could get any hotter do it at disney was we saying we, he's got him locked on various projects obviously there's a secret disney project and he's doing little mermaid etc etc you know he's looking at being really in he's bed with disney for eight to ten years doing the songs on Little songs, mermaid little he's mermaid. not
1: like the prince who's i mean he could play the he could prince. play ariel
0: i'm kidding uh um, great aladdin by the way <laughs> yeah an awesome aladdin. yeah um so yeah i mean he's got these relationships he could build on that so let's see where that goes so lin-manuel, uh, Lin-Manuel miranda for carnage that could work. wants it. That's
1: He, w- w- wants, he wants it. it. He's he not attached it. to do it. We, again, nope. we want to make clear on here when we say stuff. It's on his he wants it. Christmas wish list. Hey. Hey, it's the
0: doors time are opening with conversations. Okay, let's look through what else is coming out this week and then we'll round off the show. Bleed for this. Have you seen that?
1: Uh, new. I but Jeff seemed to really like it, so I, I think uh, I'll check it's it out. It's getting good
0: buzz. Yeah. Um, Edge of 17.
1: I want to see it, actually. Yep. I need one of those films right now. A little lighthearted, like kind of... Uh, John Hughes type th- throwback
0: that's how it's being pitched to audiences yeah. I mean Hayley Steinfeld I love anyway um, I think she's great and the script in this seems to be really really yeah. sharp it's a great cast Woody Harrelson as well is in there yeah. um, as a teacher I'm like that Manchester by the Sea
1: loved it it's my favourite film of the year outside of the a OJ of doc it's a masterpiece yeah. um, Casey I'm pushing hard for the I think he has a shot at best actor that's but really if, you, cool. if it's limited this weekend and it'll be on it Amaz- for, for Amazon theaters? Amazon eventually um, you, can, it, you don't need to see it in a theater but you should see it down the road
0: Uh, Nocturnal Animals
1: I liked it a lot didn't love it it's Tom Um, Ford's new movie yeah the Jake Gyllenhaal it's a weird one because it's like separate storylines like Amy Adams is reading a book and the character is Jake Gyllenhaal but her husband is also Jake Gyllenhaal her ex-husband I like the Jake all stuff, but the Amy Adams stuff I've, I found a little flat. Um, but yeah, check it out. It's um, it's it's pretty. It's it's in, also limited in theaters, I
0: think. Now we don't have a show next week. Um, Jeff and I are taking the week off because obviously it's Thanksgiving on Thursday. Um, a couple of movies that are coming out next week: uh, Moana, Disney's big bet. Um, they're, they're, it's getting great reviews. Mm-hmm. It's getting really solid response, which is good. Yeah. I
1: might see it tomorrow. I have a football game that's very important to me, but I I have a screen as well. So I'll see those Disney animations, Big Hero 6, anything like this I'm always up for. Yeah, Um,
0: Bad Santa 2. I'll be there. I've heard really mixed things about this. I've heard it's awful, but I don't care. I loved the first one, and I have to go to this one. But the first one, when it came out, I remember it came out in the UK like a year after it came out in the US. It didn't exactly get glowing reviews then.
1: It's a cult movie yeah. it's, it, it hit people the right way but I, I'm going to be there and I'll probably have a couple beers in me to enjoy the, the experience That's better. That's the way you should but watch it. No I will be there then. for sure. <laughs>
0: uh, and uh, finally two, two more movies uh, Rules Don't Apply, Warren Beatty back in the director's chair. You saw chat. I have seen it I did Junk It for it last week. Um, huh. It was fine. It's very, it's a 5, 6 I did a review for IGN it, it, in some moments I'm like I really like this and other it's horribly unequal even yeah. badly drawn characters. Sometimes some of the dialogue is not great, but the visuals. There's no doubt he's still got his eye. It's yeah. a beautiful thing to watch. But characters come in and leave and disappear, and it's just kind of. That's what I heard. Uneven um, and allied.
1: We both liked it.
0: I really liked. I it. I did too. It's really a it's a great
1: throwback. Zemeckis top of his game. Um, my only. F- like the the first half, I like better when they're spies together. The second half is him trying to figure out if she's a double agent, yeah. which kind of gives her nothing much to do. But it still is entertaining. Yeah, check it out if you're looking for if, if you're looking for that type of throwback. It definitely fits a uh, fits that mold.
0: And Pitt is great. Zemeckis' direction is Joe great. Kortier was great.
1: Jared Harris,
0: yeah, supporting cast really is good. exemplary. Yeah. really, really Lizzie good. Lizzie Kaplan
1: in, in, a, in a random a random but good role. I yeah, really liked it. Great.
0: Um, I was really surprised and really pleased with that. I really hope that it's not overshadowed by other releases at theaters because it is something you should absolutely check. I think
1: the good news is it's got – all these films have three or four weeks till Star Wars comes out. So yep. they have time to – the audiences have time to see it before that. It they... feels
0: very old-fashioned and very comfortable and very yeah. reassuring. Well, it was
1: a... Some of the costume, like, the, he, yep. like Pitt has a jacket on there that I need today.
0: Uh, and, uh, you know, score? Yeah. Not the strongest part the of the It was the weakest movie. part of the film. Not the yeah. part of the um, Okay, that's the end of the show. We managed to fit a lot in. Happy Thanksgiving, brother. And to you, and to you, thank you for, for stepping in this week. Really appreciate it. Uh, and we are not here next week, so there'll be no show. We'll be back the week after Thanksgiving uh, with two weeks, a lot of news to fit in. So, yeah, and Jeff uh, will be back too. Uh, where can we find you on uh, Twitter, Justin? I
1: am at J V-A-R, um, at Twitter, and then you can read me uh, at Variety.com.
0: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Simon, Instagram at Simon, and on Facebook, This is Simon Thompson. Like I say, no show next week, but do tell all your friends about this show. Uh, share it on YouTube, uh, share it on Twitter, you know, like it on iTunes, and just, you know, spread the word. We really appreciate it. And I will see you back with Jeff in two weeks' time. Have a great Thanksgiving. Happy
1: holidays, guys.
0: From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.